Hi, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the CX Cast. This is your host, Jenny Wise. And on this week's episode, I'm joined by fellow principal analyst on the customer experience team, Andrew Hogan. Hey, Andrew. Hi, Jenny. Glad to be here. Yeah, thanks for joining. On today's episode, we're going to be answering the question, you know, what are the digital CX and design trends to be looking out for? And I will say, too, that this is based on some research um, that was spearheaded by Andrew that the team collaborated on, which was called the Digital CX and Design Trends of 2020. And I think this is really interesting. And I wanted to set that up because, you know, Andrew, we had been working on pulling together this piece of research pre-COVID, right? Looking at what are the trends that are shaping customer experiences, that experienced design pros should be on the lookout for that are sort of changing customer expectations. And then all of a sudden the world changed, right? And so we had to go back to these trends and think about, you know, are these still the right trends? Do we need to change these trends? And so some things began to evolve through even the course of this research. So with that in mind, I'd love to start by asking for your take, Andrew, on, you know, what was it like putting together this trends document in the middle of such an inflection point. It was really strange. Yeah. And it was really strange to, you know, I think a lot of our clients and a lot of the others, you know, interviewees and, and people that I work with felt the same way where it was like we knew what the world was like and all of a sudden we didn't know it anymore. And mm -hmm. you can see that in, you know, in your own brain whenever you watch TV shows and you're like, oh, those people need to be distancing. They need to be wearing masks, especially when it comes to, you know, those of us based in the US. So we had to just do a full reevaluation and said, okay, these are the trends that we had. Do we still think these are true? Are there other examples that are happening? How do we deal with this new new world? Mm -hmm. Right. And in some cases, some of the trends, like, are they suddenly more important, right? What's not as important? What's more important? What's totally different all of a sudden? It was really, really interesting to to see, especially because it happened so quickly, right? So quickly. One one day it was like, yeah. you know, the world was felt normal. There was a thing happening in China. There was a thing happening a little bit in Europe. And then all of a sudden, the you know, Tom Hanks has COVID and so does uh, Rudy Gobert at the NBA and everything starts to shut down. And I think we had kind of been monitoring it for a little bit, but, you know, we certainly saw things become a lot more important, like that were basics. I think that was one of the more surprising things. It was like a, the you know doing the basics well for a stressed out, anxious, and shocked uh, set of people who are just trying to accomplish the you know their goals in the middle of a pandemic. Right, it's back to basics in a lot of ways. That's a lot of the questions that we've actually been hearing from you know digital teams since then. But then in other cases, it was hey, suddenly we rapidly have to focus on the digital experience, right? That we had not built out before, or this new sort of integrated online offline experience so that we can enable curbside pickup, right? So all the demands shifted really quickly. And it was also so interesting working on it too, because, you know, listeners, this is a report that we do every year. And every year we sort of go back and we see, you know, hey, what did we think last year? And, and what is different now? And often it will be this inflection point of, right, customer adoption or behavior or some new enabling technology. And in this case, it was just such a rapid shift based on factors that don't always make it into consideration. Yeah. So thinking then of the trends, there are eight. I don't know if we have time to go into each of them in depth, but 
what are some of the high level sort of themes that were and are sort of now important when we think about the digital CX and design trends? Yeah. So the basics uh, we mentioned earlier have become much more important. That is just a like a, a major theme I would highlight. You know, it's great to think about augmented reality. It's great to think about virtual reality. It's great to think about all those other things, but the basics have become really critical. And some interesting other areas have sort of emerged, like the basics of connecting different channels. You mentioned curbside pickup. There's also customer service between channels. Customer service volumes have really been booming. I've been working and talking with one of our customer service analysts, Ian Jacobs, and, you know, he says that volumes are off the charts and more use of messaging to try to just help with some of that. Well, that just doesn't automatically connect to all the other systems. So trying to get those handoffs correct has been really critical. A few of the other themes, you know, we knew that this was going to be a year where CX pros and design pros were going to need to prove their impact. Mm -hmm. And that one is just, you know, if you could think about trends as being hot or cold or or whatever else, that one is just on fire in terms of importance. But I think that's true of, of nearly every job. It's just especially true if you're not directly connected to a revenue goal or something else like that. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you know, with, with a tough economic environment, if you can borrow things from other people and do it faster through something like open source design, that becomes more important as well. And And so we think that that trend probably less of the acceleration of release of items, although we saw that around, you know, stores sharing, these are the assets we're using for COVID and this is how we're helping keep people safe. You know, less about, you know, we're releasing our design system publicly and more about let's use the public design systems to get to something that's the basics are better, faster. Right. And, uh, you know, along with those, those basics, you know, the basics of inclusion and accessibility haven't gone away either. Uh, We're seeing, you know, if if everything has to be done digitally because in-person is too potentially problematic or unsafe or just concerning to some people, you know, all of your digital properties have to be accessible. And so, you know, lawsuits are even still increasing there, as our colleague Gina reminds us occasionally. So you just touched on a few there. And I think these ones are interesting that, that you said, right? So design has to prove the impact, sort of fixing the basics, but also acknowledging that those basics are expanding right? Focusing Mm -hmm. on customer experience more. We also sort of in the report and in some of the research, we're looking at the fact that the basics can now include things like AR, right? And a lot of retail apps, for example, too. So those needed help. Open source design, sort of inclusion and accessibility. And remind me of this. These were all trends that I think we actually had identified prior to COVID, But what actually shifted was the emphasis that needed to be placed on them and what it looked like, right? So thinking of the basics, customer service was always going to be important. And we were beginning to look more at, you know, chat experiences and accessibility of contact channels. But all of a sudden, that became a really critical channel. So companies have to think about it more. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's one of the big things. I wouldn't say that new trends that, you know, weren't at all on anyone's radar have emerged, except for maybe masks. I don't know that I had masks as a 2020 thing to to consider, but all these other ones were things we had been tracking and, you know, digital transformation and the ability for customers to be able to accomplish their goals easily through digital channels. All of those things have just accelerated and become more important. And we're seeing businesses that have invested do really well and businesses that have not invested struggle. And their experiences, you can feel it when you interact with in your everyday life. And then were there any trends that were sort of pushed aside or deprioritized because of the pandemic? 
So I would argue, and this is a tough one for me because I really am deeply interested in design for well-being and and ethical design and, and topics like that. I'd argue that that really takes a backseat right now. And the idea of trying to reduce your screen time and be more present in the moment and you know, almost reduce the amount of time you transport yourself from that, you know, your, your everyday life, that people would really like to be transported away and have the, the anxiety be reduced by scrolling through Facebook. And so this emerging trend we were seeing where people were saying, I'm going to disconnect more. I'm going to, you know, get away from screens more. I think that trend has been pushed aside in favor of just, you know, how do we enable, you know, telemedicine? Mm-hmm. So it's less of this sort of like self-actualization of how people are spending their time and more about just, can I talk to a doctor and get answers to some basic questions? So that, that's one that we were, we were following, and this includes things like use of dark patterns and others. I would say that a lot of the emphasis there has been pushed aside. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. So before the design for well-being meant, and this is an oversimplification, right, <laughs> but sort of helping people improve their lives. In some instances, it was helping people disconnect from digital or helping them engage in a way that is more ethical on digital, right? Thinking of dark patterns. But now that sort of shifts to how can we provide access actually through more digital mm-hmm. to help people's well-being? We had a whole thing that we were tracking around kind of like digital vegetarians, for lack of a better word. So people who are you know, starting to reduce the amount of time that they spend and really purposefully choosing what they engage with. And, and you see bits of that. You know, certainly people say, I'm going to take a break from Twitter or I'm going to delete you know, this or that from my phone. I don't think that trend is gone. And I think it'll actually return with a vengeance when people sort of stop having to stare at a screen all the time and, and feel a little more okay with, with public spaces. But it certainly has, has changed. You know, when you're worried about safety, self-actualization or, or well, time well spent becomes a little bit less important. Mm-hmm. So Andrew, we've talked about what some of these trends are. And I know you've you know, mentioned some by name, such as you know, proving the impact and fixing the basics. But just to make sure we have them all covered, could you list off to us what the eight trends were? Yeah, so the, the eight trends we had in rough order of importance, but not exact order of importance. The basics are improving, but new problems are arising about, you know, the addition of innovations to try to make things better that don't actually make things better. And the ignoring basics of information architecture or, you know, just font size, things like that. The second one, designers facing unprecedented expectations for fluency in different areas and different disciplines. The third one, research and design practices organizing for cross-functional problem solving instead of you know, this is the VOC program and we do VOC here, but instead connecting it to the other research practices that exist. Design leaders having to prove business impact instead of just being given blank checks. Number five, leading companies embracing open source design. Number six, connected ambient devices continue to stumble. Here we're talking about things like AirPods or Echo devices that sort of sit in our environment ambiently and provide resources and experiences and how most of them are still pretty bad and not that helpful. Number seven, lawsuits and employees driving businesses to prioritize inclusion and accessibility. And then number eight, design for well-being surging forward as it's become more important than it was even just a few years ago. Yeah, great. And thank you for listing those off. <laughs> these, are, these are huge trends that we're trying to fit into sort of one episode here. So looking at those, you know, we've talked about what some of them mean and how they've evolved, like the design for well-being. But are there any of these that you think you know, are really important to 
emphasize, you know, right now or have some really key takeaways that, you know, the listeners would want to hear about or learn about? Yeah, there's a couple that I think have become much more important. So the digital tools that employees use to do their jobs and how, you know, those need to not be adding stress right now because of poor usability or, you know, just not being very good in general. And then the processes that employees use to do their jobs. Many of them have been broken by COVID and and by the change in where people work, especially if they were paper-based processes. And so that that trend is not reflected here. And we know that that's also a big deal. Half of design teams work on employee tools and processes. So that's one that that I would I would add. And then customer support and chat that's just exploded in importance right now as teams are overwhelmed with volume and working to improve those would be one that I would add at this point. Yeah, that's a great one. Um, and that's definitely one too, that when we think about sort of the impact of you know what could be called emerging technology, or at this point is just sort of an increasingly important touch point or a new channel that customers are using, such as chat for customer service, the trajectory of that really changed, right? When we would talk about chat, you know, pre-COVID, it was often that this is a channel that customers are using more and that there are some companies who are doing best practices, but it's not something that you have to have in place right now that's functioning to the highest of its ability, right? But all of a sudden, as you just said, a lot of people started going there. So that really had to shift in the priority list to be done much more quickly. And so that leads to, you know, one that I think, you know, the basics are improving, but there are new problems. And this is one that I know I felt really strongly about when we were first writing the report, because when we look at you know, digital websites and experiences, we're seeing things like navigation is improving, you know, load times are improving, but essentially companies were starting to put more features into the site and those features now needed a lot of UX help, right? And at the time, I was thinking about things like in-store pickup right? Or being able to filter your options, if this is a retail example, by store that it's going to be most available in that's closest to you, or using augmented reality overlay, right? To see what a product would look like in your home before purchasing it. And even now, I think that's even so much more important, right? And when we're talking about the new problems, it isn't just designing the digital experience, which I know this report is about, it is in the title, but it also really began to focus on the physical experience too, right? Because people wanted to find things in store for in-store pickup, but then in-store pickup fundamentally changed, right? And that became curbside pickup. So how does the digital UX pro design that experience and that communication so the user knows, you know, where is it available? What type of pickup option do I have? How do I select it? And then once I arrive on location, how do I actually pick up the product in a way that feels safe? And so I think that one's interesting because it just extended so much more. <laughs> I think we initially yeah. thought we were writing it. Yeah, absolutely. It, it extended, the basics became different. And then the service design has been a rising discussion point and something that you know good designers have been using for such a long time. And I think this event is a bit of a wake-up call about the importance of the service and of designing beyond just the screen itself, which good designers were already doing. But this is a reality check if that's not the way that design was being thought about in an organization, if it didn't have purview beyond the, the screen, this event has really laid that problem bare. Yeah, absolutely. Well, great. Well, Andrew, thank you so much for joining to talk about that. I know there was a lot to fit into the short episode here. Listeners, if you're interested in learning more about this, we'll include a link to the report. 
titled Digital CX and Design Trends 2020 in the show notes. And also, if you're interested in that last point we were just talking about, about how design purview has gone beyond digital and into sort of physical spaces as a response to the pandemic, Andrew and I will be having a discussion about that on a future episode. So stay tuned for that. Thanks for listening and talk to you next week.